Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm Allison, and welcome to... Man, I'm loud in my own damn ears. Jesus. <laughs> welcome to my weekly meltdowns coverage of nothing but BS. That's right. Yes. This is the BS Breakdown Show. We're not covering anything. We're talking about our three favorite subjects, Allison, Tyler, and Beth. That's right. That's what kind of show this is. And yes, Big Brother is on right now. I know. <laughs> Okay, Apparently don't spoil really it in too. the chat. Apparently, it's supposed to be a good episode. Spoiler King says it's no, the one they're submitting for Emmy consideration. They're saving the POV <laughs> for tomorrow. So, F you, Allison Grodner. I knew you'd pull this shit. That's why I was like, I don't have a problem doing the show tonight because she's going to ruin it. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Uh, Beth, how are, how are you feeling about, uh, you know, being Big Brother free this, this summer? I'm not going to lie that the mental <laughs> energy jealous. this is not taking up has like <laughs> my skin is clearer. I'm sleeping better. I have, have you a higher like Nirvana in your life? person that I've never had, but no, I'm just kidding. Honestly, um, <laughs> every once in a while, I'm kind of curious just to see like what the temperature of the house is. And then from the three seconds it takes me to look at it, I go, I'm actually, I'm fine. I don't need to yeah. know anything else. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty accurate. But yeah. where are you? I know you have a story for us about like your your neighbors at the lake, but uh... girl, it's it's its own Big Brother competition up here at the lake right now. Um, so y'all, I need to express tonight how much entitled people who have a vacation home are. Like they're just yeah. fucking. I knew I was sitting on my phone. Where is my? This beat <laughs> underneath you my ass it. somewhere. You just heard like a, you felt like a buzz coming from like your bed. Why is my like, what's going on? Beth, like, oh. I don't know, but you're on your bed, so. <laughs> wait, wait a second. So whoever it was, text me again. Hold on. <laughs> It'll be a long one. I have <laughs> yeah, a funny story like that, me. actually. We're going to multiple. I, um... We're both going to text you at the same time. When I worked at Apple, I, uh, I had like my gym bag with me, which had like my electric toothbrush in it. Um, sure. And you just like put, put all your stuff with like the, uh, I can hear myself now. Um, oh, sorry. You just like put all your stuff with the, the jackets and everything. But apparently when I dropped the bag, like uh, the electric toothbrush turned on. So everybody all day was wondering like whose bag it was because you were just walking by hearing this. They were like. All, everybody who uses the vibrator went by and went, you know what? Okay, seriously? I don't no, know the way I, I <laughs> The way I went around to that entire break room and I was like, look, it's, it's, it's an electric toothbrush. I promise, everybody. You know, Tyler, Tyler, yes, when you Alex. give too much information, that's usually indication that you're guilty of something. Listen. Sometimes we travel with things that vibrate, and it's okay. You don't have to say it's a toothbrush. Sometimes I, I'm in the shower with my electric like, laser, my vibrator, and I'm like, wow, this it was my vibrator. This thing. Hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I was very, this is like baby Tyler, too. So I was just very embarrassed. But Okay, uh, well, if this was last week, Tyler, I'd be like, Dave, really? <laughs> no. Well, speaking of dildos, let me talk about the next door neighbors. Okay, tell us about your neighbors. <laughs> okay, so I need to first bring you all back to 2019, okay? Okay. It is summer 2019. My parents have inherited this house uh, that used to be kind of like a camp when I was younger. Um, and then- has Beth, is yeah. that a picture of you on yeah. the wall in the background in a butterfly shirt? Butterfly shirt. It is my dress for my brother's wedding. Wait, you, oh, it looked like a butterfly. And I caught the bouquet. And then over there is when I caught the bouquet itself. I don't know if you can really see. Ugh. I'm living for you being surrounded by you. I just um, it is Leo season. I'm allowed. <laughs> I mean, Allison, you should see her apartment. She has a whole wall that's like a painted mural of just herself. I do. I'm there for it. I do yeah. have a painting of myself in my apartment. That's not even a lie. Matt I'm going to take a selfie in front of your selfies. Here's and the I'm going to frame though, it. I don't even know if Matthew saw it when he was here, because or there, I should say, because I'm not in my apartment. 
because I had like my door open all like the entire time. So I'm not sure if he saw that painting or not, but mm -hmm. my friend and colleague um, did a painting of me and was like, here you go. And I was like, well, I'm going to frame that. There we go. There See? you go. Okay. I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt. I'm going to no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, just in case you forget what I look like, though, and you can't see this, just look back yes. here and you'll find me. Okay. Yeah. Good. So anyway, in 2019, my parents and I went to London. While we were in London, they were getting some work done here in the house, right? So they were having some work done in the patio area. It was kind of loud and outside, okay? It is the middle of the week. Our next door neighbors had a series of complaints they decided to say, which were like, we're on vacation. How dare people be working so loudly outside? I'm like, it's Tuesday at 11 a.m. Like people have lives like and have to work. What? I have a follow up story for this. And oh, OK. I, it just is going to confirm that I am white and privileged, but continue. Uh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> so they start like complaining and then they're going, well, let's look at the property line. Meanwhile, my parents aren't even here. They're not even in the country. We're in London. So they are sending complaints to my aunt and uncle who are coming to like take care of our cats to tell my parents who are on vacation like them that we have a problem with the fact that you have work being done on your house in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day. What kind of work? Was it a jackhammer? No, no. at that point, I'm sure it was like they had maybe some rocks that were being put into place, but it wasn't like they were dumping rocks places. Like they were, regardless if that was the case or not, it is a Tuesday right, in no. the middle of the day. Absolutely. If you want a vacation in a place where people live year round, you have to deal with summer is some of the few months, especially in the Adirondacks of New York, where shit can get done. Mm -hmm. Right. This yeah. isn't a Saturday or Sunday. This is the middle of the week in the middle of the workday. So regardless, they were big, big bitches about that earlier. Today is one day out of the summer. They were getting some stuff done in the garage. Oh, shit. And this bitch next door walks over, not to my parents, but to the people working on the garage and goes, um, are you going to be here any other day this week? And they were like, uh, no, just today. And they were like, good, because I'm on vacation and you're really ruining my vibe. Oh, and then walked God. away. This, this is a carrot. The 100%. way. The way I told my parents, I was like, I hope you realize, because this is not even like the adults or like they're adults, or, but they're like my age. It's not like, like the owners of the camp. It's like their children who are my age. I was like, I can't fucking wait. I can't wait until I own the home and they own the home because they are going to be dealing with the pettiest neighbor of all time. You better I believe I already have grand plans to put a 12 foot hedge all the way down the hill to the lake so they can't even see the lake and have it be absolutely <laughs> fucking legal and do that build because that wall Beth. if you were going to be that fucking petty to my parents who are getting work done again in the middle of the week it's a wednesday at 11 a.m that they started making noise at 10 a.m oh i'm sorry you're on vacation fuck off it could have been six o'clock Correct. I mean, come on, right. your AM is when they started making noise. Yeah. So I can't wait. So basically, I looked at my parents and I was like, y'all are too nice. Y'all are too nice. The way I would have turned right back around because the guy came over to my parents and was like, um, so your neighbor just came over and like complained, said all the stuff. And I was like, oh, you are so fucking lucky that I just didn't go right over there and start berating the shit. My mom's like, well, I think that she has uh, like some mental health issues. And I go, being having mental health issues does not give you a pass to be a fucking yeah. douchebag. There's mm -hmm. too many people yeah. I think that use it as a crutch now and an excuse to just be rude and a being a Karen is not a diagnosis. Yes, correct. Right. Listen, I have mental health issues. You don't see me going next door and being like, "Excuse me, you guys are talking." My, meanwhile, it's eight twelve at night, right? I don't really give a shit. They're next door talking loudly and smoking pot. I can smell it from my from the room. Do you, how great would it be if I walked over and went, "Um, excuse me, I have asthma and I can smell your fucking weed." Why didn't you do it? Can you do it by like that voice and like record it? I, yeah. If I go over, I'm talking like this the entire time, batch, batch. <laughs> Batch, batch. Stop, batch. Batch. <laughs> stop that bitch. Batch. Cut it out. 
I, I don't actually. That's I just left. want to say that. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I wanted to complain about tonight. What's what's your neighbor story, Alice? Need something okay, I have to put on I'm ashamed. Why is there so much neighbor drama? I don't know. I feel very blessed to put on sunglasses for this. Oh, hell yeah. So I have neighbors <laughs> that I have called code enforcement on quite a few times this summer. And uh, the uh, actual, Wait, you have called code enforcement on? Yeah, in the local police department. But let okay. me defend myself, Ooh. Beth. Let me defend myself, okay? This is too. the problem. Um, people move out here for the peace and quiet, okay? <laughs> we spend our lives saving our money for our forever homes. I'm going to die in this house okay <laughs> and i'm willing it to my child and then my grandchild okay yeah um i got new neighbors who don't know the deal and um you have to have permits to do certain things around here okay you have to have permits sure, you have sure. to have a permit to get a shed built in your backyard for the electricity reasons if you have an above ground pool put up it has to a meet question. a certain when you say a shed for electricity you have electricity in your sheds um yes i do that is the fucking richest thing i've ever okay, heard no, i'm not rich so here's the Who thing my putting husband, electricity I in a shed when I kick my husband out, he's got to have electricity in the little shed. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He because he does his wiggle. I've got a shed then. That's a guest suite. Okay, it's <laughs> listen, in his house. We've got a shed well, for his woodwork. It's an electric saw that Allison's not listening to because I do have fucking mental issues. And certain noises like this mother effer outside my window, jackhammering. Jackhammering his garage, no, his driveway. You have to have a permit to tear up your driveway. Mm -hmm. And he didn't have a permit. I checked. And he was outside my. How are you Tyler able to can, check? Tyler, can, I mean, did I not make videos of this, Tyler? With so. the guy Jack Cameron in the background. Are you just, are you oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about your life. You know, he doesn't pay attention. That's true. Why no, I, I pay attention. This guy is outside my window, my bedroom window, and my office window, Jack Cameron, the holy. He's pounding town. He's pounding this like it's prom night with this jackhammer on his drive. I can show you pictures right now. It's still a disarray. It's actually getting quite hot. Do I need it's to like, so change the It's so fucking loud. The windows are shaking. Okay. He starts this shit at 5.30 at night and goes until 9.30 when it's dark. Okay, he doesn't do it in the middle of the day like people with permits do. He does it when he gets off work with his jackhammer and bugs the shit out of me. Everyone else, I got Cloud, my grandson over here. He can't go to sleep because his little bed is next to my bed next to the window. Okay, I got an issue. Then we have the above ground pool situation. Okay? So it is, a, it is a pool house. It is a pool it's, house. A, yeah. They've got an above ground pool with a deck around it. Wait, I just imagine it's like a kiddie pool. I've never heard of an above ground pool having a pool house, though. I just thought it's it. not a pool house. It's a deck. Yeah. I don't have the pool. They have the pool. No, I know. Oh, but I see, the water is so nasty. Swamp thing is about to come flying out of this with God knows what else. There's mosquitoes and mosquitoes. Sorry, mosquitoes and all kinds of stuff flying out of this. They drown. They drain the thing, and it went into my backyard. And it's supposed to go into the drain. The, the you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And well, see, my, it's the inherent difference here is that mm -hmm. that is affecting you and your property, and is also not at a time that people are normally doing the stuff. That right? see, that's my defense, and I'm not done. Hold on. At the beginning of the summer, they thought it was okay. They thought it was okay to have loud. Sex? I've never heard a Latino rap. Have you ever heard Latino rap? Yeah. I've never heard it before. It's very loud and bassy. Mm -hmm. They thought it was okay it to blare crazy. that at nine o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, one o'clock in the morning in the middle of the week. Okay. 
and I had to call my local law enforcement because I have to get up and it's right. Everything is right outside my fucking bedroom window. Their pool, the freaking driveway, everything. And uh, they know me. They know me. The Bartlett Police Department know me. Um, but I, it's funny. I make them laugh when I call. I make it worth their time. I charm the shit out of them. But it is eerily quiet. It's been eerily quiet for the last four weeks next door since code enforcement came out and served them papers and said, you don't have a permit for this driveway. That pool is a nuisance and a health hazard. Mm -hmm. And you, you have so many days to fix this and your neighbors are complaining. I'm pretty sure they were pointing at my house. Your neighbors, my only what? Allison S. Kelly over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, little, little- She counts as multiple people. The little girl in the window doing this. That has a house camera. I have like cameras around my house. I have a camera. I shoot you not pointing right at their freaking driveway, right at the rubble, all of it. I'm not kidding. Oh but see, you you've got people bitching about people who ha have permits and are allowed to be there. I have neighbors that In have the middle of the day have children that are run. I've almost killed their children. Because they don't look what they're doing in the freaking cold. I thought you meant is like collateral or something. Well, look, the mailman has almost hit them. Amazon, they don't look what they're doing with the bikes. They just toss their bikes in my yard. My husband will go outside and pick it up, throw it in their yard. Right now, there's one, there's two sitting in the rubble. But uh, I mean, they will knock on the door and ask to play with my cats. They're harassing my neighbor who's got a dog that loses his shit every time somebody knocks on the door. So now they're running back and forth in my neighbor's <laughs> yard, driving the dog nuts. And I'm thinking, Beth, well, her name's Beth. I'm like, Beth, I think maybe they think it's you. But they go to everybody's house asking, can I play with your pets? Can I have something to eat? They got food, trust me. And then they're asking, can I swim in your pool? Bitch, you got a pool. You got a pool. They have a kiddie pool that they bought at Walmart sitting next to the big swamp. Allison, I was literally going to joke that, like, I was imagining this whole time that it was a kiddie pool. So I'm so glad that no, like, I had, like, a Google picture show, like, up to Wait, share a is screen. is Shed a pool house for a kiddie pool? Yes. What? It's a, I am so tempted to sneak back there like a ninja sniper and get a shot glass and get some of that water out of the pool and take it somewhere and have it analyzed and be like, is this life threatening? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So I'll take your clarification. Labor. What? <laughs> Do you want to analyze to see if it's life threatening in terms of the fact it's getting into your yard or to see if it's going to complete the job? Listen, I cannot answer. I'm pleading the fifth because <laughs> this is documented evidence of this already. But I just want to know this when I'm sitting outside in yeah. October with my grandson on my little backswing and if that big winter wind comes sliding into our face, if that bouncing off the top of that pool if that you know sludge am i going to turn into the hulk is it gamma radiation i have to say um complete side note that has nothing to do with this tyler looks like he's in the world series of poker with you those did. sunglasses yeah mm. i got well, them down at uh at at a bachelor party in uh, the Outer Banks. So they're they're uh, a little southern. So you little, did get uh, them playing poker. Gotcha. Yes, <laughs> basically. But yeah, yes, we've got from. ornery neighbors. Um, so I have the Kellys next door. Um, Allison Kelly is uh, next door. Here's the thing. I will be nice and actually be like, Chris actually went out there when they were jackhammering before he... And asked, what do you, hey, man, what's going on? What's going on with your driveway? And he was like, yeah, my, my, uh, my, my lover. He referred, they refer to each other as lovers. Okay. Like that. It's like the SNL sketch. Yeah. My uh, lover, <laughs> my lover's ex-husband cracked the driveway with his truck. So I'm going to take care of this myself. And he was like, oh, okay. He was like, um, 
So you're gonna do this every night from like five to dark? We're just trying to figure out because it's like really loud. It bounces off everything. He's like, yeah. All right, good talking to you. And he walked <laughs> off and he was like, I, I would have been like, I, I actually have a follow-up question. I tried. Can you, you talk tried? Right. Can you What'd not? you say? What'd you say? I, I said I would have gone up with a follow question and been like, "All right, uh, follow up to that. Um, can you fucking not? Can you not? Thank you. Sasha sent you out there. See, okay, I'm being serious. <laughs> the way I was in the mirror, I don't know if anybody else does this. The way I was in the mirror tonight, practicing for the day that I get to say shit to these people and go. Let me okay. just yep. let's review a few things, right? You decided to come over onto our property and harass people that were working for us, but don't actually mm -hmm. live here. And we're just doing what they were contracted to do. And on top of that, didn't even have the common courtesy to come up to us who were apparently around when this was going around and walk back over. Just because you're on vacation, the world does not stop. People still have jobs. You are going to a place where people live all mm -hmm. year round, not just when you happen to be here. And on yeah. top of that, people have to get work done on, on their houses and on their garages in order for things to still be up to code. Also, fun fact, you're an interior designer who is probably used to making people feel fucking miserable if you are next door to somebody who lives and you're like literally working on the interior of a home. So where are you to come over here and just say this kind of shit? Like fuck all the way off with that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, if it's, it's obviously a professional company coming in the middle of a work day, it's not freaking five 30. Thank you, Lily. In the afternoon, <laughs> my cat's even, this poor cat's cat tree is right outside the driveway. I mean, it is killing all of us. But anyway, yeah, I mean, there's a world of difference between I got people who I don't know where they lived before. Listen, I didn't live in the greatest place. See, I had freaking gunshots going off in my old town. It was called I was diving under my coffee table with Finley. There was stuff going on. OK, but I'm not like. Look, just control your children at this point. I'm not getting in trouble for running your kid over. OK. Um, I mean, if. Go ahead, Beth. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Tyler. No, I was going to say, like, if, if if you run them over on a driveway that wasn't approved by the board, uh, you know, did the crime really happen? You know, is my question. Uh, <laughs> they, they need to worry about their kids falling and dying in that pit next door to me. One, I thought you were about to say in the kiddie pool. Food, <laughs> I was like, the I rubble. don't think that can happen. The children have toys in the rubble right now. They're playing like it's a construction site. There's wires and all kinds of shit coming out of it. <laughs> that is, uh, I'm sending y'all a picture of this shit. Yeah, that I, got I, yeah I need like a visual of this. It's insane. So, what? Allison, I was going to shift gears here because yes, Les, because I'm getting high. I'm getting excited. Positive to talk yeah. about, which yeah. we're not used to doing on this channel. So, I That's thought right. it would be fun to check in with your God, positive story. Oh, yes, I have a positive story. Yeah, my therapist is making me do this thing right now where I have it's something I'm supposed to have been doing for a long time, but I've been doing it, but I haven't really been doing it. It's called turning every negative into a positive, like every negative. Totally Mrs. Kravitzing out on my neighbors. It's probably saved their lives in a way, but no. Um, I have, I don't a lot of, I don't know of how many people know this, but last year I had a, uh, a, a little bit of a scare with the C word. Um, you know, I had a little CrossFit cr cross. Yes. I had yeah. CrossFit party going on in my little boobies and, uh, <laughs> had to have one of my little friends removed, not my boob, but you know, I have a little tumor and I had to have it taken out. And, um, I have an appointment coming up that had to be rescheduled. And it went from being this Friday to December. And I was like, you know what? These poor people, I, I got, I'm not going to give them a hard time. I'm just going to be like, okay, it's cool. I get it. These ladies that have to schedule these appointments, I've been in the office. They take so much shit from people. I mean, they, people are, are so rude when you have to schedule. And it's not their fault. Okay. I mean, they're just scheduling the appointment. Okay. 
and people are really rude to him and, and going. And the girl kept apologizing to me. And I said, listen, I'm not worried about it. I got to wait till December to go to. I said, whatever's going on in these itty bitty titties, it's still going to be going on in these itty bitty titties in December. It's okay. I'm not worried about it. I'm where I need to be and don't sweat it. It's fine. Got off the phone. 15 minutes later, I get a call from the same woman. She said, you know what? You were so nice to me and so kind and understanding. I can't remember the last time somebody talked to me like I was a human on the other end of this phone. I got something this Monday for you. Oh, that's great. And that's I said, on good karma and treating people correctly. Yeah. And if you were treated in a way that you would like, you were treating mm -hmm. other people in the way that you want to be treated, you're more likely to want to yeah. give back to those people. See, that's, mm -hmm. that's the life lesson that I've always learned. You know, I, I've always worked in customer service, you know, and got shit on by customers. I get yelled at about the dumbest stuff. So I always think to myself, even though it's not, I'm not treated the same way. I always try to think, you know, why is this waitress being such a shit to me? You know, what happened to her that she's got to be so rude? So, you know, I always try to be extra nice and crack a joke and make them laugh. And I somehow I'm able to break through and get through to them. And guess what? The service gets better. Yeah. You know, when I go, that's kind of what I do. It drives Chris nuts. But I kind of make it my mission to turn that frown upside down. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what that means, but that's very unusual. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, that tactic didn't work for me uh, last week. <laughs> with, it doesn't uh, always Tyler. work, Beth. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Alistair, are, were you like secretly judging me this morning when I told you guys that I cursed out a telemarketer? <laughs> no, because <laughs> listen, there's certain circumstances. Look, a telemarketer could have be a single mom with three kids and hates her job as much as you getting the call from her and she probably didn't need it but hey she could be a total bitch and you know she didn't Wait, have there is a difference between a telemarketer and a spam call though yeah oh sorry it's a, yeah a spam call and it was okay, a spam call. Me twice nine o'clock a.m and then 9 15 a.m so yeah. I called you know right what back. you what? know what's weird I got two calls today from Spectrum. I don't even have Spectrum telling me that there was a power outage in Charlotte and they're still working on it and, and that they apologized. And then oh, I got awesome. another call two hours later that said, we're so sorry. We still haven't got stuff. Bitch, I live in New York. My area code is upstate New York. I've never had a Spectrum account outside of the state. I don't even currently have a Spectrum account. What are you on about? <laughs> I mean, well, I just, uh, the people of Charlotte, though, who don't have internet yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, I hope they're. Uh, yeah. I got a text from Regents there. Bank telling me that my checking account had been confiscated and all this stuff. And I'm sitting here going, really, dude? I don't even bank with you. I don't have an account with you. Like, what? And well, who uh, would text Mine are me? always about like car insurance. And I'm like, I don't have a car. So. Extended warranty. Do you know yes, what's exactly. fun to do? Do you know what's fun to do? I'm going to be evil. Because none of these people watch this show. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Well, I don't know. We do get those spam comments. Sometimes. Yeah, we get. I've just left them because they're funny. Sometimes, <laughs> if a customer calls me and they're really effing rude and I know I'm never going to hear from them again, I take that phone number and I signed it up for the raunchiest porn sites. I can possibly find people who fuck vegetables. I got your number in there. You're fully subscribed now. Because guess what? I got your email too. Yeah. I got your email and your phone number. I'll start out with the email, but you piss me off. Phone number. That was some of my favorite stuff with like Clarence Thomas and such was like the Gen Zers who said, fuck Clarence Thomas. And then literally two days later after the Supreme court overturned Roe v. Wade, uh, some Gen Z waitress stole his credit card information yeah. and bought a shit ton of sex stuff on it. I love uh, it. It's so good. <laughs> Go get the plan B stuff too. Mm -hmm. Cause when are they, Seriously, cause you know, that's seconds. coming Might as well right now, you know, yeah, they're gonna, but you know, yeah. Cause don't let this sweet and innocent face fool you. I'm an asshole. <laughs> 
Well, I'll, I'll say one thing uh, I'm, I'm appreciative for, or some like good news. Um, I, so I, I had uh, two friends come up for a concert. I can really hear myself right now. Um, I, uh, oh, weird. Um, can you yeah, hear so me I right now? Friends. Yeah. Oh, I'm sitting here thinking I'm turning my mic off all the time, and I'm not, apparently. No, let me see. But you can still hear me, I don't me, hear right? me, Echo. Continue, you still hear continue. Us? Okay. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so I had two friends come up. Uh, so we saw Bleachers, and uh, Bruce Springsteen made a surprise uh, appearance last night. And it was so cool. Like, the crowd went wild. Uh, and apparently there's, like, a lot of drama with Ticketmaster today. Bruce Springsteen has, like, a new tour coming up. And um, Ticketmaster is trying this new thing where instead of scalpers raising the money, uh, Ticketmaster is just going to do it themselves, um, like, just based on, like, demand and stuff. And profit it back to the artist, which really means, like, Ticketmaster is just going to, like, bank, like, a shit ton of yeah. extra money. But so regular, like like, shitty seats for a Bruce Springsteen concert. We're going for five thousand dollars on Ticketmaster, so I'm I'm thankful that I got to see Bruce Springsteen for a sixty dollar ticket at Radio City Music Hall because I think that's probably a way better experience. That's amazing. It was so cool. What a legend! What what like an American hero in like a good way. You know what I mean? Um, it was it was it was very very cool to to see him uh, perform live, and I've seen like so many concerts lately, and. That's what I'm grateful for is like I I have like a newfound appreciation for like live music after COVID happened because like that was live just like music so is scary. Great. Live yeah. man concerts are freaking awesome. My mother They're worth every penny. My mother saw Bruce Springsteen in concert in 1985. Mm. I'll never forget uh man, she and her little girlfriends are all about that born in the USA album cover yeah. that ass. Woo! Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were all about that, that life. Yeah. And they all went together and yeah, she came, I, I distinctive, I was like eight, I, I think I remember her going to that and it was like, a, she just spent all week getting ready for that. Like, you know, like she was going to get pulled up on the stage, like a young Courtney Cox. No, you ain't, but that's, there's, everyone has a goal. Yeah. Oh, Beth, I can't hear you, honey. Well, at least I know now that when I switched the mic to the real mic, uh, that was helpful. It was in internal speakers this entire, or um, microphone the entire time. Okay. Uh, I was going to say. Wow, your audio quality is really good, by the way. Yeah. When I actually have a microphone versus the, <laughs> yeah. the mic from my computer. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, no, it's I'm quite... just an audio snob, so I appreciate the. Uh, oh, yeah. The of course. Of course. Um, I have manifested being like chosen at some kind of like performance right and i've done that now twice and they were both drag performances but they were big shows like big productions not just like at a drag uh, like at a drag bar or something and one was in montreal and i got brought up on stage to lip sync um randomly and i did win and i did get read to filth by bianca del rio and that worked out very very well um i was supposed to win a drink at the bar and i never got my free drink and I'm still very upset by that today. Uh, hell, man. No, but I, I you know, <laughs> I was trying to think about it. Here. I think the only, like, <laughs> the, the last concert I went to, like, concert, concert, was the Betty Who Kesha concert yeah. with Tyler last year. But I've yeah. never really, besides, besides, like, seeing classic rock groups like Steely Dan and, like, Josh Groban, that's like the only pop culture concert I've ever actually been to. I've actually, I'm not like a big concert person. And I know that if he's still in the chat, um, Monster Cat Woo, Brandon Woo is a huge concert person. He's got so many concerts coming up. Like he, had, he has like three days in a row in August. Like it's concerts. crazy. Yeah. Um, I haven't I'm been more of a theater person. Do you yeah. want to hear the concerts I've been to? Yes. Okay, I'm going to give you a little rundown of the concerts that I've been to. And I, my finale concert is, uh, I'll lay, leave that one for last, but it's my first one. But 1989, I have years. Okay. Oh, shit, along. she's got years. I got like years, bitch. I got years, bitch. <laughs> what did you say? I got years on you, bitch. <laughs> I got years, bitch. 1989, Debbie Gibson Electric Youth Tour. Okay. Then I got, um, see, that was 1989, 1992. I was one years old, by the way. You know, you guys always got to do that to me, but I'll take it. 
I'll take it. I don't care. It's okay. I'm getting my comeuppance. My students yeah, are constantly okay. telling me I'll, I'll take I wasn't it for even this. fucking born when okay, 9 11 happened. And I'm like, fuck De- off. 89, the Debbie Gibson Electric U Tour. 1992, Brian fucking Adams. Dude, that man is amazing live. I've seen him twice. Damn. Okay. I saw Brian Adams. 94, Meatloaf, the Back in the Hill Tour. <laughs> Went with my mom. That I will say that concert was great. I'm a closet meatloaf fan. Okay, I'll admit it. I don't care. But uh, look, I'm sad I, when he showed up in Fight Club as bitch tits. I couldn't have been happier. But you know, I love the man. But I saw him, and then in 1990. Oh, 1990. How can I skip this one? New Kids on the Block, the Step by Step Tour. Did you know New Kids on the Block? had a lot of hits chinese food makes me sick and i think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer for the summer yeah i've heard that song. okay <laughs> yeah i know that song i know that song. I Ella Fuckle, baby that's a throwback that is a throwback but i said yeah i saw new kid i can't believe i forgot that because i had no voice the next day because here was new kids on the block here's little allison up in the corner thanking jordan knight will know that she's Throwing her virginity at him, but not so much. And see what else. Those, like, uh, old, like I, and I say I'm not saying old in like a bad way. I'm saying old in like a like a. I would love to be at like an 80s or 90s. Concert. You have to Just understand like retro, something. Like the fashion yeah, of it all this, and stuff was so cool. I saw no Janet phones. Jackson Velvet Rope Tour in 1998. Freaking NSYNC opened up for her before wow. they were big. And speaking of throwing virginity. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> there you go. Well, I, I had a two year old. Mine was it was had cobwebs. It was done. But uh You're like, was a, mine was non existent. <laughs> I had I've seen the Foo Fighters twice. Um, I've seen Brian Adams twice. I got roped into the American Idol winner uh, uh tour two thousand <laughs> And five. Oh, I think that was a good show. I would have loved to have seen that. That was before Catherine McPhee went like cuckoo crazy too. Who Wait, no, who she, won she was- that year? I don't even know. I got the tickets through work, and it was terrible. Uh, John Mayer. I've seen John Mayer. He was. I hate John Mayer. I'm just you know, but that there. concert was really good though. I love live music uh we have the bill street music festival here in memphis the first week in may and we've got people like everybody comes here and it's 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 insane it's crazy i literally cannot go anymore because there's it was taylor hicks rory look at you taylor taylor hicks was there i will but i yeah carrie underwood imagine imagine going to the american idol tour just to see taylor hicks you know i'll be honest i with saw you. him on broadway in greece he was that's that a different thing because you yeah. are not just seeing taylor hicks taylor <laughs> hicks true. is so do you know taylor hicks is only a year older than me yeah he he i remember his whole story arc was i started getting gray hair at the age of 18 and the, have you seen pictures of him before his hair started going gray Oh, hello. How are you? Okay, don't say that because he was like literally a 16-year-old. <laughs> well, so was I. That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like I'm 45 when he was doing that to a 16-year-old. <laughs> I was like, ew. I mean, I've, I've always thought Taylor Hicks was cute because I no, like that southern. And honestly, vocally, he was a fine artist as yeah. well. It's just like when you have such cl- like flashier people like Carrie Underwood or like Adam Lambert, who did not win. Um, Chris or, Daughtry. The runner-ups yeah. always do better. Chris Daughtry, who should have won, you know. Yeah, for real. Although nowadays, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like Chris Daughtry is like turned into probably like, I'm, I'm sure he's like a very disappointing person, like socially. Mm-hmm. You're probably like, mm, I thought you were going to be someone who's like, yeah, equality, but like, I'm yeah. sure he's like a disappointing person. Yeah. 
I, I'm being corrected in the chat. Rory, the, the Virgo says uh, it was Taylor Hicks. Rory's, Rory, we just need to do a show about American Idol and have you on. I would but love I, to talk about, like, I, I was very uh, team David Archuleta, like, when it was, like, the two Davids. Yeah, because the, you're uh, gay, Tyler. We get it. Oh, right. Like, everybody who was gay rooted for the David Archuleta. I yes, was really true. into American Idol the first couple of years, and then the bottom just kind of fell out. Oh. I love the live... I love live music, and I guess what I, my and we'll get to American, but let me just finish real quick because um, while it's on my mind, cause I'll forget. Damn it! Um, back then, you didn't get like you had music, and you had sometimes they'd put a concert on TV, but you didn't really get live music. Like you didn't have some some would put out a live album or whatever, but you didn't get. There was something about being in a room with all these like hundreds and thousands of people that all share the same passion for this one or group or person or whatever. And you're so yeah. into it that you're all vibing on the same thing. You know, we didn't have iTunes. You didn't have that. You literally had to buy the whole damn tape, CD, record, whatever. It, you couldn't just purchase one song like I'm you sorry. knew Napster all was the a songs. Thing and you could steal the music illegally. Just OK, but this was before they didn't have Napster 90 Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about American Idol days. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is before American Idol. You know, I have, yeah. American Idol was like the first. Listen, baby. I should be in prison for the shit I took from Napster. I should be bitched up on my fifth wife in prison for what I took, what I did with Napster. And I'm talking about early days of Napster where it took like seven hours to download your favorite fucking song. Yeah, I do remember that. Oh, gosh. Do you guys and remember when everyone just committed mass crimes fucked. and like we were fine with it? It was you like were? it was basically music's version of The Purge. It was great. Yeah. Well, I was going to say there's plenty of that today, too. So nothing has changed. True. <laughs> um, I, I have a well, question I, for Rory in the chat. Were yeah. you actually on American Idol? You were on American Idol? What? Or is this a joke? Because you, you know I can't. I'm gullible as fuck. Yeah, we, I, need I, more, uh, we need more I need more context. Here. What season? How far did you make it? I need to know yes, these we, things. Also, I had no uh, idea that you sang. This is incredible. But, uh, so, Allison, I can one-up you on the uh, the being summoned up on stage thing. Uh, my oh, but very I, first I had didn't finish my story, but you okay. go ahead with yours and then I'll tell mine. <laughs> my very first concert as a kid, my parents took us to see the uh, Reba Christmas show <laughs> in yeah. D.C. Shut all the Dude. way up. Please tell me you got up on stage with Reba. I did. <laughs> this is so she, she, she had like She had Santa up on the stage. She was like, all right, we're going to pick a few kids from the front up here now. And we had like really good seats. And so she picked like Morgan and I, and, and I did not want to go up there at all. You know how I am with like attention on me in, in person. I don't know. I, I don't like it, but that but, does so not like, fit here. This well, narrative between yeah, this narrative and doesn't match that narrative, but okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I was up on stage with Reba and Santa read like Christmas stories to us. It was pretty cool. That's and I was incredible. On, I think I, I think I told you guys before that I was on Slime Time Live uh, for Nickelodeon. That too. I knew, yes. and I'm still insanely jealous of. The only thing that I would be more jealous of is if you were in hit, uh, Leg uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple and, uh, and had I, gone through the temple. <laughs> yeah, like I, I beat the, uh, the 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 monkey stacking uh, puzzle. Um, but okay, no, my, so Rory, Rory has confirmed yeah, he was not actually a competitor, like a contestant on American Idol, but it was, was Scotty like, McCreary's go home trip McCreary's go home trip and you know he's scott mccreary now according to and you know what my parents were on big brother in the same kind of capacity when Stephen oh. moses was on he was on the they they were interviewed as the hometown package part if y'all go back and watch the episode where Stephen wins the comic book thing and they do yeah. that's the episode where they go back to Stephen's hometown and i did not make it on because i was working as a production assistant but where they say, like, Stephen's principal and librarian, those are my parents. Wow. wow. And I think all they say is, like, go, Steve. But they get, like, interviewed. And that was, like, Dude, was so funny. You know what? Let me tell you something. The Dixons have gotten closer to being on Big Brother 
than I ever have. My parents have been on Big Brother and I have The haven't. Dixons have been on <laughs> Thank you. My tweet has been on Big Brother twice. Us? What was what? that? My tweet has been on Big Brother twice. My my tweet was on once. Mm, what did it. you say? I think I'm I think Big Brother blocked my Twitter. I said hashtag Grodner sucks and they put it on national tilt. No, I'm just kidding. Um, could you imagine if I'd done that? No, I, I said in Steve we trust. And it was uh, one of the live HOH competitions when I think Johnny Mac had just made it back into the competition. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Hmm. Well, can I, I'm going to tell my concert finale story real quick. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, as some of you... I did not grow up in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm originally from Springfield, Missouri. I've been here in Memphis since 81. So in 80, I was still in Missouri. I was only three years old. Yeah, I was three in 1980. And um, I met Eddie Rabbit. You know who Eddie Rabbit is? I love a rainy night. I love Doesn't he sing that? No. Is that Boss Gag? I, I couldn't tell you because I don't know who this is. Eddie oh, Rabbit I, is, is, is a... Like, yeah, I love a rainy night. No, that's not it. What is Eddie Rabbit? God, I'm fucking night. up my own story. Hold on. Eddie Rabbit sings. Hold on. Um, For context, I was living in two different places in 1980. You were in your dad's nuts in 1980. Well, part about? of me was in my dad's nuts, and the other part of it me was in my mom's ovaries. So I was living in two different places. <laughs> I love a rainy night, and... I'm driving my life away mm. for another day. That's one of my favorite yeah. songs. Anyway, oh, we okay. met, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met Eddie Rabbit, and apparently, <laughs> little three-year-old Allison danced for him and sang for him, and he thought it was so amazing. And um, I was so excited about how excited he was, and that was the moment that God shined his light little spotlight on little allison and that was the moment a star was born because i was like i'm going to entertain people and it all started with eddie rabbit now i don't exactly know the whole circumstances i know there was a concert and i know i was brought on stage to dance but i was so little i had these earphones on that were so freaking big because this wasn't like a big like state like a stadium con this was something else and he, that's what he was in town for i don't know how we met him they were out somewhere when it happened when he was in town got me on the stage and i danced and i had a blast and the crowd i was not afraid to get in front of these people and do my Love or whatever the fuck yeah, song was playing. I was playing. gonna suggest that we invite Eddie Rabbit on, and that we can uh, do like a reunion. And then I um, realized when I just looked him up that he died in 1998. So that's hard to do. That's why it's kind of funny story. Anytime I find something with Eddie Rabbit, I go nuts. Like I was in a thrift store last year, and I had an album cover of Eddie Rabbit holding a rabbit, and it was me holding Eddie rabbit with a picture of a rabbit. And I thought it was the greatest thing. Anyway, everybody <laughs> has their origin story and that is mine. I what would you say that. is like your favorite concert that you've been to, Allison? Oh, Jesus. Without my hormones involved? Or with whatever. <laughs> Man, I, I'm going to say it's a hard, hard, the Foo Fighters and Brian Adams, man, I'll tell you the greatest story is in, I think it was 2000. I used to go to the Bill Street Music Festival a lot. I don't go a lot anymore. I'm four foot 11. It's not fun. I'm in my 40s. I can't fucking see over anybody. Okay. I always get shoved up to the front, but people step on me. Okay. And it's terrible. Like I got to literally, I can't see shit. I'm a child in a crowd of <laughs> people. I can't see nothing. Okay, that's why I don't like going to some of these things because I stand up. But I got in luck. It was the, I think it was May of 2000, Foo Fighters, Brian Adams playing the same night, one right after the, of course, they're across freaking, they're not even close to each other. I watched Brian Adams play first. He was done. I V line my little ass all the way over to Foo Fighters. <laughs> Man, I got to tell you. Foo Fighters and Brian Adams are too close. They're so close. 
because these are real musicians. These are oh, yeah. people who write this shit. They put their life into it. They're not manufactured and, and spit out. They really come from a different era. Mm. Yeah, totally. But if, if I had to pick the most fun I ever had was going to see Brian Adams in 92 with my brother. He was 20. I was 15. And man, he and I bond over some freaking, we both love music. So that was like our, our thing. But yeah. anyway, I would have to say Brian Adams. If you don't know who Brian Adams is, he sings the summer of 69, a bunch summer of other songs. 69. Really underrated. He did, uh, you ought to look up his unplugged MTV unplugged mm. um, from like, God, 1993 in the I early wish 90s. He does. I love a. This is another thing. I love acoustic versions mm. of music. Like man, when Nirvana did it, and Brian Adams did it, even freaking Mariah Carey. I mean, these Bruce Springsteen did. I think an unplugged at one point. But you get oh, sure. the raw, broken down, the guitar, the drums, all of it. I'm begging Chris right now to get me drum lessons for Christmas because. I want to learn how to play the drums. I'm an air professional air drummer. When in the air tonight comes on and that freaking drum solo comes on, dude, I don't care what I was at a party once in mid conversation, a life lesson. I'm telling you what life is about in the air tonight was playing in the background. I said, hold on a second. Everyone in the group died. They're like, did you just stop this life lesson to air drum Phil Collins in the air tonight? I go, yes. Because Elson, that's you what know that my dad again. gives drum lessons, right? Well, if there's a way to do it over the he can do He can do virtual drum lessons. Does he really? Yeah. Like, how would that even work? Well, you would get your own, like, drum pad, and he'd get you, like, in, in sticks and such, and then he'd teach you the basics of, like, how you do, you know, how do you uh, try, how do you hit the drum? Because a lot of people think that, oh, you just hit the drum. No, you don't. Like, there's a specific te uh, technique. And then once you learn how to, like, it's because your wrists have to be, like, super, super, uh, like, loose but you have to have control over them at the same time. And then most people, their dominant hand is going to show off and their, mm -hmm. and their weaker hand is not. So you got to get them somewhat equal. And so once you learn all that kind of stuff, then he could teach you how to um, incorporate it into a drum set. Well, listen, I'm, we're going to talk about this after I'm serious because Just saying, I, John Dixon have, has I've, been, my dad has students who, first of all, he has two students who have made it pretty big in the drumming world. One student who lives in Nashville, and has been touring with like the Oak Ridge Boys and a few other people and had, does a lot of studio work in Nashville. And then another one who um, is really well known within the drumming world. Um, and it was really funny. We were down on vacation in Myrtle Beach back in 2017. We walked out on a whim. My dad, uh, my brother, my sister-in-law, my friend and I just walked into this music store. We were like, oh, there's a music store. Like, let's go and see what they have. Like, because we're all musicians. It'd be fun. Literally walked in. And this guy is a signed drum head from uh, Dave Northrup, which is my dad's student. And he goes right up to the owner and goes, Dave Northrup and he goes, yeah, yeah. He comes in, he does like a thing, uh, like this, like, uh, incredible, like drum camp essentially for kids. Like every year it's a lot of fun. He's a great guy. We've been friends for a while. We used to like do tours and such. And it was like, yeah, I literally taught him how to play drums. I was his teacher in middle school, high school and wow. continued to give him drum lessons afterwards and are still very much in touch with him. So just like random shit like that. But yeah, no, he's like a really cool. good drummer. It's been a dream of mine forever. And I'll tell you, here's another origin story. Lenny Kravitz came out with, are you going to go my way when I was about seven, 16 or 17? And I saw that female drummer and I was like, fuck, here we go. There it is right there. Women can do it too. And I was, you should obsessed. check Allison. If, if you admire like a, a great female drummer, you should check out Haim. Uh, I went to their concert a few weeks ago and they're like Who? three, uh, Haim, H-A-I-M. Um, but okay. they're just like their their inspiration is like Joni Mitchell. It's like that type of music. But one of them can play it like the the or I think all three of them can play the drums just like super well. But during the concert, they took like a ten minute just like jam sesh with the with the drums back and forth. And and it's like so much cooler that they're sisters too. So they have this like 
like family bond, like wavelength yeah. type of thing going on. It's really cool. Well, I have a deep, this is my deep, deep, deep thing is I love music. I, I just love all, like, I'm on encyclopedia. There is a game that you can play where it generate, you pick the genre and it plays the first up to five seconds of a song. And you guess the song just from those three seconds. I have to get my husband in here. We spent one Friday night for over an hour doing 80 songs. That's cool. Out of a hundred, I think I got three wrong. And I was only doing maybe two to three seconds of the beginning of a song. And Chris started just firing away with them. And I guessed, and he's like, can you see this? I said, no, man. I'm t- When I tell people I'm full of useless knowledge and information, they're blown away when it comes out because they never know what I know because I hold my cards close to my chest. I love that. All I know is Jeff Probst used to host that rock and roll Jeopardy before Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wanted on that show so bad. But anyway, well, speak Jeopardy. They they officially announced Ken Jennings and Mayim Bialik as the oh, two hosts from here on out permanently. For How's Jeopardy. that gonna work? Like, know. I'm sure it's like every other day or every other week or something like that. Because don't they film like four shows, like a week worth of shows? That's in why one I day? think it's gonna be like yeah. okay, this is Mayim's week, and it's like the full week worth of shows, and then you know, here's Ken's week or whatever. I don't know. But it'll be interesting. Um, well, I'm like this in terms of encyclopedia knowledge and all that kind of stuff. With not so much with live music, but with musicals and theater and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And I was going through. I have two official Playbill binders that are full of programs that I've seen, and then I also have some programs that are like from shows I haven't seen that other people just gave me their Playbills for. And I was looking at. It, I was like, I need to get another binder, and then. Tyler and I went and saw a show last week and he showed me his ranking of live uh, shows he's seen on Broadway in like his tier list. list. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your tier list. And now I'm like, now I want to do that, but it's going to take me so long to get all the little pictures and stuff because I've seen so much. Um, But speaking Tyler, do you want to tell the group what we did last week and what we Real, what we oh. didn't do, and then what the two we of you, because I'm still here in Memphis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the patrons are, are working on getting you up here. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, That's right. But uh, um, oh god. So so Beth and I like so a company is closing, and um, you know I was thinking like you know I'm 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 a Broadway casual, right? Like I I, I like I don't have like a whole binder or anything, but like uh, a lot of my friends in high school uh, in particular were theater people, so I've seen a lot of shows. I did theater in high school and college and stuff, but like I never I don't know. Like it was always just like a hobby to me and, and like a way to like make cool friends. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, so we like once they announced that company was closing, I was like, man, this is like what if this is like the last opportunity for me to see Patty LuPone perform? Right. Like you just, you know, you just never know. And like legends like Inside that are note, not. Company is like one of my all time, if not my all time favorite musical. And I'd already seen it twice, but I was dying to see it before the run ends on July 31st, by the way. Yeah. So um, I was like texting Beth being like, man, like I would love to see Patty LuPone like before this is done. Uh, and she's like, let's go see company. It's closing. And, and I was like, okay, cool. So we spent like, uh, are you okay with saying a dollar? I'm fine with it. Show? Yeah. Okay. So we spent $150 each to have like pretty decent seats to see. Well, you want to see it. Two weeks before it closes, like it was, we were like locked in. Like we bought the tickets. She said, like Beth sent a screenshot of the tickets in the uh, the chat. So we had it. We were good. (laughs) So the that day comes around. um, Beth and I both totally forgot that we had tickets to see it. And I was up like late at night, like just like thinking about the day, like I always am. And I was like, hmm. I wonder when I'm seeing company with Beth. Like that, that that has to be coming up soon, I think. But I was like, eh, I'll check in the morning. Like I'll look at the calendar, or whatever. And then so Beth texts me the next morning, and she was like, "Wait, no, I text <laughs> at twelve oh five a.m. We had tickets on Tuesday, July nineteenth. 
I am now texting at 12.05 a.m., five minutes after midnight, on Wednesday the 20th. So five minutes prior, it was the date. And I said, um, did we forget to go to company tonight? <laughs> uh, so we, we were like, he oh, said, my God. Uh, I think. And then I sent the tickets again. And I went, yeah, it says Tuesday, July 19th. So Oops. we fully spent all that money and both just completely forgot about going to the musical. See, if I spend $50 on something, my asshole is so tight, I'm not going to forget. Yeah. And, <laughs> $150? And, and, Holy shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, like... Like, so at this point, like, there's only, like, two weeks left of the production, right? So we were like... And we have busy schedules. Did you do yeah. it again? We did. <laughs> we How spent, like, another... We spent another 150 to to go see Company. And, we you know... We didn't miss it, though. We actually went to that one. What was okay. nice about it is that we were texting at midnight about mm -hmm. this. And I said, well, there's a two o'clock matinee show that we could both go to today. He was like, let's do it. So literally... 14 hours later we went to the show and as we sat down i went so you see those seats over there that's where we should have been last night <laughs> and, and, so and I, then i just I, imagine I, like patty lapone like last night like looking out at the audience during her big number seeing two empty seats and she'd be here's like, to the show. ladies who lunch who the fuck's not here right yeah. <laughs> and to yeah. tyler and beth fuck yeah yeah exactly <laughs> So I texted um, my, my sister-in-law, Vika, and I said, so funny story. My friend Tyler and I had bought tickets to see company last night a week, uh, a week or two ago. Neither of us remembered. So we're at the show right now for the matinee after buying another set of tickets. And she just texted back, you were single-handedly keeping the show afloat. And I yeah. said, well, we're not doing a good job because it closes in two weeks. What if you were the only two people? What if that was the only tickets that had been sold? Like maybe they sold 20, 10 tickets, something. And she's performing to this a group and there's not, there's nobody there. Oh, man. <laughs> it, I mean, that would have been, first of all, that's not happening. It just won all these Tony Awards. Like, all oh, that stuff. But secondly, I just... It, for me, it was just so frustrating, mostly because I was like, well, that's money I'm never going to see again. But on top of that, I was like, oh, I really wanted to see it for a third time because I saw it with Sam Moore from the RHAP community. Um, he's Rob's assistant. I saw it with him in previews two days after Sondheim went and saw it. And then Sondheim passed away four days later. And so this is one of his musicals. It was the last thing he ever promoted on a show. He went on to... Uh, Stephen Colbert show and literally was like, everybody go see company when it opens. And then he passed away. And I was like, holy shit. So Ooh. I saw it then. I saw it in the middle of the run with my cousin's girlfriend because she really wanted to see it. And I was like, I want the bookend. I want to see it at the end of its run. And all three show times, there were so many differences in the show. So it really was like a unique experience each time. But I was like so upset. <laughs> and I called up Telecharts the next day. I was like, so uh, my friend and I were unable to make it to the show last night. Um, is it possible for us to get a refund? They said, no, ticket sales are final. And it's like, okay. So then I called the, the theater and I went, my friend and I were unable to make it last night to the show. Um, and if you look in your system, you'll see that the tickets were never scanned in. Is it possible to get a refund? And they were like, no, it would have been if you had contact us before the show but not 12 hours after the well, show is over we forgot. Like, how insulting if you were honest with them and you were like we just forgot remember. to go see your show well i didn't mention that because i was waiting. give us your money like, back i was trying to come up with what's a what's an excuse because i couldn't be like my friend and i got covid but we're coming right. today <laughs> oh, good times. but side note not only did I get to see company with Tyler on Wednesday when Matthew was visiting on Saturday, we went and saw another Sondheim show that was so good, which was into the woods. Um, oh, and that was at the St. James. It was I've so seen that movie. good. I had such a good time. I played uh, Jack in into the woods. It, uh, you did? 
I was supposed to be the baker's wife, and we had two weeks of rehearsal, and they canceled the production. You would make an excellent baker's wife, Beth. Thank you. One thousand percent. I wanted to make out with the prince. Mm. And then you'll get stomped on. And then die. Yeah. <laughs> like, really yeah. So I've never. I, no one would cast me in a musical. They would have to have no one left on earth to sing or entertain. <laughs> To cast There's a role for everybody else. No, no, no. No. I, you know, when uh, you go in for singing lessons after one time and the teacher tells your mom, you know, you need to find a musical instrument for her to play, preferably one with her mouth. That's an issue. <laughs> they said this girl is good at blowing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she should play the trumpet. And guess what? I got to play the trumpet in school, middle school and high school. Because I couldn't sing. I still can't sing. I'm terrible. I'm the worst singer. Let me tell you something. They ever did some car, American Idol shower, or in the shower, or in the car, or in my house alone? Man, I'd win. Hands down. So, so what you're telling me is that we should do karaoke when, uh, when you come up to visit eventually. Honey, all I do is rap when I karaoke. I rap. Okay. What, what's your sing. go-to karaoke song? I have a whole note in my phone of karaoke songs. I Gangster's I Paradise by Coolio. Okay. I do I that, and uh, I might do a little Dr. Dre and a little Snoop. Depends on how I'm feeling. I like it. Things get a little crazy. Um, sorry, swords like. Yes, I'm sure I'm not a good singer. <laughs> um, oh wow well on that note um we uh bring this uh shit show to an end uh, we just got some disturbing we, we, news we need Again, to very, we're gonna wrap it up disturbing. and uh, you know uh oh happy birthday joseph boza oh no it's not his birthday what i sang happy birthday anyway listen when i sing let's, i go let's hard wrap it up. I'm sorry wrap it up. yeah I go into Christina Aguilera, Clarkson, Spears mode, and it's all done. But, guys, listen, we're going to do more of these BS breakdowns. Don't worry. Um, Hell, yeah. Um, so. Since we didn't say hello to people, let's say goodbye to people in the chat and thank them for hanging out with us tonight. Um, going all the, I'm sorry. I'm scrolling all the way to the top. We have Matt Henning, Rory the Virgo, uh, Monster Cat. We also know as Brandon. And still scrolling down. Romero 329, which is Dominic. And Dominic. <laughs> Bebean. Um, sorry. Sophie Sharps for my Twitch channel. Yes. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us tonight. Sorry if I missed you. Um, but yes, uh, this was fun. We're definitely going to have to do more of these, especially this season of Big Brother. Yes, yes. exactly. It's it's yes. a good mental release, and I'd love just just chatting with y'all. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, everybody, we'll see you guys tomorrow for the uh, for the live eviction. Uh, yeah, we'll be back for that. But all right, everybody. Uh, yeah, thanks. All right, take care, guys. Bye. <laughs>